morning, meet suits and meet dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 157. We have now done as many episodes as the length in feet of the U.S. record discus throw, set in 1936. Wow. What's the world record? Do you know? I'm sure the Wikipedia page for the number 157 has it. I just don't remember. Speaking of things that it's good to be really far away from, this week we're talking about three new reality shows uh, that debuted this month. Because as we all know, in TV world, they save their best shows for August. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A couple of these are available. So let's see. So the the shows we're watching are the first episode of Stars Earn Stripes. We're watching the first episode or two of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Uh, the on TLC and also the C Dub game show, Oh Sit and NBC TLC and C Dub, uh, wide variety of different reality styles, but all brand new reality shows that debuted this month. Um, you can watch a couple of them online. Hulu's got got uh, got some of them. The C Dub's website has some of them. Uh, TLC does not like you to find their shows, so you might have to go TiVo that. That's more of a service, I think, than anything else. <laughs> Yeah. There, this is our web service where we keep you from watching the show later. <laughs> Trust me, internet, you'll thank us later. <laughs> TLC, by the way, they are making the most innovative TV right now. No question, right? I mean, they... I feel like TV has to be in quotes even. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, also this week's episode is sponsored by Amazon. If you go to read-weep.com slash Amazon and buy whatever you are normally going to buy anyway, including it's back to school time. So if you're buying some books on the internet because you're one of those modern students, uh, do that first. Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon. It'll just forward you along to Amazon, except after that, a small percentage of your sales will go to us and you will still get the same great internet. Uh, anyway... <laughs> I was going to say they're like a service, and but it's more like they are the entire internet in so many ways. It's like if you want a piece of physical things and you were on the internet, that's where you would go, right? Yeah. And you're not yeah. using you're not using other. We should have a like. What's something you can't? You don't think you can buy on Amazon? Love mm, googling fleshlight. <laughs> I bet they have fleshlight, and I'm so I bet they, they have, have love. Uh. Um, oh my god, they do. Uh, <laughs> and now, oh. because you searched for it every time you're on Amazon, it'll be like, what you recently looked for? Uh, wanna, if you want to force us to read anything or watch anything of your choice, if you have some new TV you want us to check out, go to read-weep.com slash sponsor, and for a small, very reasonable fee, you can get us to, re- to review almost anything. Not a flashlight, because it's not a movie book or tv but uh, almost anything under the sun so check that out we really appreciate it we, we need the sponsorships to keep going and when you sponsor an episode from us you get a free space shark t-shirt so go check that out do that now don't be mad at them that's why they call it they want a little taste of me you gotta admit i ain't sleeping anything you won't stop tripping let me introduce you to today's panel. I am your host, of course. I'm Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter. You should follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone, uh, like Falcon, but there's an e at the end. Uh, and here are some of my friends in San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. I'm gonna eat some pig's feet. <laughs> uh, uh, I think the second worst thing to like the worst thing <laughs> to like entering uh, a contest where you have to like you know 
non pig's feet is losing it badly. Right. So you <laughs> you bought <laughs> the for ultimate in humiliation. Yeah. yeah. You still did it. You got nothing out of it except three pig's feet. Yeah, you didn't you didn't win the redneck Olympics. Yeah, which are not allowed to be called that anymore. <laughs> I wish they had had like um sort of like the John Williams like Olympic theme, like just played on like a washboard and jug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been fun. It didn't really seem to have the polish of the normal Olympics. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome and back to the opening ceremony. This is the reality TV Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> and suit out of existence. <laughs> All right. Also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. I do not like funkiness. <laughs> under my nails or anywhere else on my person despite you being really into punching people yeah super into punching people <laughs> well well to be fair you you really do tape up and glove up before punching people you protect like you, to, like that's, i didn't know that was all to protect your fingernails from funkiness though. oh yeah that's no, that's the main thing <laughs> wow. so that's the main issue at work man girl boxers sure are defying girly stereotypes while they're boxing dude do <laughs> too no one likes funky nails <laughs> Also joining us today, she welcome back. Uh, she you, you know her from her blog where she writes about running uh, at runningandblogging.com and you also know her from many episodes about terrible television which she would have watched on her own. Please welcome back Colleen. <laughs> so I just want to tell a quick story that happened to me the other night. Um, I think sh- it's mostly because of you guys shortly after I agreed to do this podcast. So quick background, I'm going back to school this week, and for the past several years, I've been having like nightmares all the time that I'm back in school, and I'm like really behind, and like don't know what's going to be on the test. Mm-hmm. And so two nights ago, I had a dream that I went to my computer, and like everything on my Hulu queue had expired, and I would like missed all of the shows that I normally watch. <laughs> no! <laughs> you had a nightmare about losing some of your TV shows in the queue. I know my life is like reversing right now, and like everything that's been important to me the last few years, like, is coming to haunt me now. I think that that uh, dream would be even funnier if we knew actually what was in the queue. It was Drop Dead Diva. <laughs> <laughs> my Drop Dead Diva, no! <laughs> now I'll have to remember which ones I've seen. <laughs> awesome. So thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm glad we could. Glad we could help. Uh, so today, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, first. We're gonna talk about stars are in stripes. Chris, I'm gonna need you to summarize all three of the shows today. I just want you to summarize as the pitch to the network execs of the show that somehow they said yes to. Okay, I can do that. So let's start with stars are in stripes on NBC. All right. So, I know network television has a liberal bias, but let's bring back the badass and awesome respect for the military that they so richly deserve. Let's take minor celebrities and superstar Todd Palin to compete for military (laughs) charities while paired up with real badass military operatives. Let's make up a game, right? Military. Train for a mission. Then accomplish the mission with your ops guy. Because the badass ops guy is going to tell you how to do the mission. The slowest two stars and ops guys are in a shootout competition. So the stars, just the stars. No, 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 no. Ops guys will kick ass. Okay. Uh, oh, the winner will earn a stripe, and the loser goes home. General Wesley Clark, political hero, American hero, oversees the missions from a command center. All right? Now, no, no. You think this is going to be easy? No, it's not. The stars are going to use live ammo, real explosions, helicopters are flying around. The whole thing is shot in HD. This is the most gorgeous military porn I've ever seen. <laughs> Let's get some celebrities. Let's get Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees, all right? Uh, Dean Cain 
Superman, Todd Palin, my favorite, uh, Eve <laughs> Torres from WWE, uh, Terry Crews, the action star, uh, Layla Ali, Peekaboo Street, Dolvec Quince, and for the operatives, let's get guys from the most badass branches of the military, Navy SEALs, Delta Force, Green Beret, other things. Delta okay? Force, the, the organization that is so secretive, you haven't... We're not allowed to talk about it on television, except right now. <laughs> That's right. It's a secret, and I'm letting you in. Secrets. <laughs> um, so, uh, like a mission. What's a typical mission, okay? Amphibious assault, right? You land in the water. You jump out of a helicopter. You swim to the Zodiac boat. Uh, the stars will shoot some easy targets, and the ops will show off and shoot some hard targets. And then, and then they carry the ammo case back to the shack, and it has explosives, and they breach the shack door. They put the explosives in the shack. They blow up the shack while on uh, riding a helicopter out. Oh, it's going to be awesome, all right? And then the two guys shooting out, they just, like, do some... Close target practice, then some medium target practice, then they have to snipe. So they got to, you know, do all the different things, all right? Uh, <laughs> basically, all of the sizes of guns. All of the sizes of guns, all of the badassness, and uh, I call it Stars Earn Stripes. Get it? Like the flag, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, I think that's pretty good. That tells you what's going on. So uh, let's do... Normally we do the compliment sandwich, but on our uh, on our triple episodes we have to cut it in half and do a compliment tostada. Today, Colleen, you have the right to go first or last in the one compliment for Stars and Stripes. Which do you prefer? Uh, I'll go first. Awesome. What? I don't have a lot for this. All right, go for it. <laughs> Show us what not a lot so looks like. Not a lot looks like. At first, I was going to make this an insult and say this was probably the most boring show i've ever watched in my life uh-huh. <laughs> but then i turned it around into a compliment because i feel like it just gave uh gave me some personal perspective and insight on maybe what it's like when when i sit down with my boyfriend or my dad or something and say hey let's watch say yes to the dress <laughs> and i was like this is probably how they feel do you often um, sit down with your dad and say hey let's watch say yes to the dress oh well, sometimes i'm watching it and he comes in and he's uh-huh. like what is this <laughs> it's terrible does he sound like that yeah it sounds like admiral akbar <laughs> sounds like very dad like it's a trap <laughs> no, no, it's no, what no. It's it sounds corset. like when it comes in my yeah. ear <laughs> it's, um, it's not a trap it's just strapless looks good but it's dangerous because they fall down <laughs> so yeah i just felt like i had some personal growth right there and that that's the way the show helped me and well so I'm I guess go I, second then, because I also had a bit of a moment of sort of personal growth in that there was an important life lesson that I learned from this show, which was that uh, famous Olympic skier Peekaboo Street was on it. And uh, yeah, so I, it reminded me of the very powerful life lesson of why you don't let two year olds pick their own names because <laughs> they'll end up calling themselves Peekaboo. Which yeah, uh, I, which is not spelled like the kid probably like she probably meant it when she was a kid and they let her pick her name and she said I want it to be Peekaboo. They spelled it P I K A B O or something like that. Yeah, which is yeah. They tried to make it look like a name, which you can't fool me. That's still Peekaboo. I bet like the rest of the siblings were just like you know Red Rover Street and like you know Hide and Go Seek Street. Yeah, I might have been like Armpit Fart Street. Like not not even the the word, just the sound. Oh, how do how do you write that? I mean, they would spell it with a lot of consonants. I mean, they'd try to make it seem nice. Oh, like, like, pfft. yeah, P F F F F T. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm street. That's what they call me. It's such a bad decision. Two year olds are so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ezra, what's your, uh, what's your compliment tostada? Um, I guess this is sort of for life. 
being a funny thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sure, yeah. Occasionally <laughs> imitating art. Well, yeah, imitated eight by years it. ago, you know, General Wesley Clark was in the running to become president. Uh-huh. And, and now he is not. Well, it turns out failing to achieve high offices in politics really open a lot of doors for you and your family in reality TV. I don't want to say doors because doors seem kind of legitimate. I would say maybe like, I don't know. Holes in walls? Yeah, holes in walls. (laughs) Crawl spaces? Crawl spaces, exactly. (laughs) But really, like, this is, for the Palins especially, this is, uh, what, TV, reality TV show number four for some of the family? Yeah. I mean, they're they're really kicking ass. So this was Tom Palin of that... Sarah of Palin? the Wasilla yes. Palin. Yeah. <laughs> was he the guy that kept being like, I don't know what I'm doing here. This is scary. No. Uh, no, that was Nick Lachey of 98 Degrees. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, was the, he was the older gentleman, uh, uh, like white guy with sort of a smushed face, who talked about how his fishing experience led it to be very easy to carry an ammo box through the mud. Ah. Like better and than the military right. guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he's not afraid of mud. Because when you're fishing, you don't wrap your hands up to keep stuff out of your nails. <laughs> no. You just no, go for you it. Just put, you just stick fish on them. <laughs> <laughs> Got a All fish right. glove. Chris, your compliment tostada. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, my my compliment is also for General Wesley Clark. He of the uh, white hair and, and the, the elegant walking cane. Mm-hmm. He's a straight great. shooter. His first, his first line in the intro, he says, it's no secret. I love this country. That would be the worst secret. He's a four-star <laughs> general and ran for president. I mean, come on. But he gets it right out there. And I think that sets the tone for this whole show. Everyone on this show professes to love America. Can you keep a secret? I love America. Okay, guys. <laughs> not not to, like, besmirch Wesley Clark's name. But if I was going to, you know, pretend to love this country and actually hate it, That'd be a pretty good cover. That's what you'd say. <laughs> to yeah, be Supreme the, Allied Commander of NATO Europe. Yeah. But then it would be... No, no you're, you're, you're totally messed up then, because then the secret would be that he doesn't love this country. Well, but you'd say that the secret was that you love the country. Well, no, but that's not a secret. Right. I'm saying if he was keeping... No, if he was keeping that a secret, you'd be like, that's a great secret. Holy cow. <laughs> right, can I, guys, can I tell you a secret? I fucking hate this country. <laughs> <laughs> But Mostly because of the TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's oh, get into some hate. Everybody hates. loves America so much. Let's get into, yeah, that, that show, this show is a lot about loving America and especially about loving our troops. They, every three minutes there's a break to say, by the way, these guys are so impressive. Well, at school this week, I met some uh, French kids and we were talking about like the perceptions of each other's countries. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm just amazed at how like patriotic your country is. Like everyone is just like, I love America. You're so patriotic. And I'm like... Oh, not everyone. You've just been watching too much Stars and Stripes, clearly. <laughs> oh, you're in Portland. Hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, their country puts their name on every kind of food that's delicious. So yeah. that's, that's sometimes pretty... not even their foods. Yeah, like French fries, Belgian. Really? Do they do that, or do we do that? Uh, uh, yeah, they they don't call them. I French think they fries. just call them fries. Yeah. Well, they probably call them and fries. Toast. fries. Yeah, they probably not even close. Fried potatoes are. And, and French toast is just called lost bread. Isn't that crazy? Lost bread? Lost, lost yeah. bread. Because it's like, like, like day-old bread. we got to find the bread in all of this eggy goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. And French kissing is just called adultery. <laughs> <laughs> that's just called Tuesday. 
right. Uh, so let's talk about some hates then that we have for the show. What are something you uh, did not like about Stars Earned Stripes? Um, oh, today, uh, this is called uh, uh, Amphibious A Hate. No, I, can't. Yeah. I didn't come up with one beforehand. That one didn't work. Well, I, I think that... Um, I've got one. I, yeah. I think the censors should have blurred out Dean Kane's broner that he has for the special forces guys. So <laughs> Dean Kane played Superman in Lois and Clark. But basically all he does is just have the giantest man crush on his special ops guy, who is, you know, to be fair, like the world's deadliest sniper that ever was yeah and he embarrasses the crap out of that sniper yeah where he's like oh you're the best i read my book hey i just gotta say i love our troops Listen, like every single time like, like he, do yeah the first time he meets him he's like i would just the other day i was showing your book to my son to show him what an american hero looks like what how do you how do you start a conversation that way yeah you gotta hang out with this guy creep <laughs> Um, one, uh, two thoughts on this. One, how great it would have been just like in, like they just add a black bar to G- Dean Kane's crotch the entire thing. <laughs> it's a huge one that like moves up and down. <laughs> um, uh, also, the guy that he's crushing on, I mean, like he killed 160 people. No, like, DOD confirmed. has confirmed his kills at over 160. He's probably killed many more. Yeah. Uh, I feel it like would... in most other like professions, you wouldn't really be applauded for that. Yeah, he's an American hero. Is so, I guess he's a heart surgeon with over 160 confirmed kills. <laughs> <laughs> you would not still be working at Kinkos if that. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't put that on your resume to be an accountant. I don't think they would take that. No. Uh, I, I especially like the the obsessing over how cool these the the real the uh, the real soldiers are, especially when uh, like uh, one of the the action hero guys says, "I've played an action hero before, but I've never had to actually be one." He was so excited to finally be an action hero, but he wasn't. You're still just pretending. Oh, this is just a simulation. So I guess he was just really excited to go from being on set pretending to be an action hero to being. On a larger set. <laughs> in the mud, <laughs> pretending to be an action hero. Well, I guess. you're not really an action hero unless you're with Todd Palin, I think is what he was saying. Yeah. he, uh, Which is very action-packed. Iron Dog. He's Iron Dog, absolutely. Does it make you wonder, by the way, like what shows the Palin family must be turning down? <laughs> Given the things they're saying yes to right now. Here comes Bristol Palin. <laughs> Didn't they say yes to that? Isn't that a show? <laughs> well, I mean, less of a redneck slant. Oh. No, isn't it doesn't Bristol have a show? Life's oh, was a that trip. Life's a trip. Oh, that did. I, why didn't we just watch a a Palin reality show marathon? That would have been great. Because no, it would we would sli- be dead, Alex. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> No, sorry, it would have looked good on paper. Would not have been great to do. <laughs> it would have been great to say in our obituaries about that's why we died. <laughs> <laughs> just too much. Just We died from beaming ear to ear at watching the Iron Dog. <laughs> <laughs> too much Iron Dog. Iron uh, Dog poisoning. Todd Palin. All right, here, I have a hate. Instead of all this crap about charities, because I spent a lot of time talking about how they're all supporting these military charities, they should right. just be honest about what the prize structure really is, which is... The winning celebrity will get to be on TV longer. <laughs> I think that with celebrity uh, shows that involve some kind of contest, instead of 
um, doing a charity, they should take things away from them if they lose. Because <laughs> they don't seem very motivated. They're always like, oh, I lost. Too bad. But wasn't that fun? I'm on TV. But if they were like, if you lose, we will cut off three of your fingers. Or just, or just way more the losing celebrity will be instantly forgotten by the whole world. Yeah, no, that's what, you, they, they lose their name. Like, you have to legally change your name and they have no longer rights to it. Lose your name and your condo. Oh, no, not the condo. That's where I keep your, my trophies. Your Wikipedia article will edit out some of your major accomplishments and then be locked. <laughs> or if they were actually... Okay, well, this is my hate. My hate was that they actually... Like, kept talking about how they were like, oh, my gosh, like, I could die doing this reality show. Yes, I was just right. thinking about that. But I was like, oh, I just, I know there's no risk that they're actually going to die. But, of like, if there not. had been, that would have been more entertaining. Like, if you don't, like, swim out of this water with, like, 300 pounds of army stuff on you, like, you will just drown. We will not come rescue you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Dolvet, like, you cannot just sit there and freak out. Snuff reality show? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I really. If you're gonna to... say you could die, then it should actually be a situation where they could <laughs> die. But instead, he's just like, "Help, help!" And then they come rescue him. I, I'm totally with you on that hate. Like when he said, when when he said, "I know there's a chance I could die." I was like, "Come on!" If Nick Lachey died filming a reality show, I would have heard about it by now. And I mean, would anyone sign up? That would have to be in the contract. Like you could die, but we will not be held responsible. Like you were just agreeing to this. Yeah. I think few people would agree to that. Yeah. And at least they have the badass, the most badass people around them. So I mean, like if you know, know somebody's Iron drowning, like, them. who do you, who do you want to rescue you better than a Navy SEAL <laughs> no, right? or, or Iron Dog? Iron Dog. Well, that's true. I'd let Todd Palin rescue me. Or a guy who played Superman like twenty years ago. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing. So Dean Kane is like forty six years old. Todd Palin's forty seven. Like I love Todd Palin, but Dean Kane looks like he's like twenty years younger than than Todd. He does. It's <laughs> been, I don't know if like it's because being an Iron Dog ages you extra or being everything's you know. tougher in Alaska, man. <laughs> everything's probably tougher when Sarah Palin is your wife. <laughs> oh, his face is wrinkled from just having really dumb things hurled at his face. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they really do play up this whole like danger thing, including where they're on the missions. They're shooting targets, these big red targets with mach- with real live ammo. Sure. But they're also piping in live gunshot sound effects the whole time. And little, little sparky things. And, and little sparks are, are going off. Little squibs are b- blowing up on the things near you. Like, you're supposed to believe a red target on a stick is shooting back at you? Yeah, they're like, stuff is blowing up all over the place. And I'm like, yeah, like, $3 fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> Very clearly not. <laughs> Why? There, there's no way they'd actually shoot at Todd Palin. Well, the, maybe there's top ten, but take the bounce off. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of wish um, they had some like other like maybe like less uh, honorable military people, like you know, like that <laughs> cop from uh, you know uh, UC Davis who like pepper sprayed everyone. Sure, yeah. <laughs> like I feel like I'd like to see how he'd approach this. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be good with uh, with like long range narrow no, shots. But just, but like, it'd be really great if there were some unarmed just get kids. up really close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Forget to, your gun. Get, just some get out your pepper mace spray. If you have it. <laughs> Terry Crews is drowning and he just pepper sprays him. Yeah. <laughs> Where's credentials? Like the Sacramento Bee confirms twelve hippies pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> no kills, but twelve confirmed eye eye burned. Yeah. <laughs> Three confirmed lawsuits. 
<laughs> All right, let's move that. And that is it. That is it for Stars Earn Stripes. Yay! I got stripes, stripes around my shoulders. I got chains, chains around my feet. I got stripes, stripes around my shoulders. And them chains, them chains, they're about to drag me down. All right, now it's time for Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, the amazing spinoff from another show that we actually watched, Toddlers and Tiaras, with you, Colleen. Well, Ezra told me that this was going to be the most painful one, but this was the, my favorite. All uh, right. I also said I thought you would like it the most. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were right on both accounts, but first, let's hear the summary. Chris, pitch yes. that show. All right, all right. I know you all loved Toddlers and Tiaras, okay? When we watched that, there was a little girl named Alana from South Georgia who called herself Honey Boo Boo Child. She had a belly, and her sea monster of a mom yelled at her to show it off for the judges. Mama fed Alana Mountain Dew, which they called Go-Go Juice, and we were all traumatized as a nation. Now, this is their own show. You've got Alana, age six, future pageant queen. You've got Mama, age 32, future job of the hut. Her husband, Sugar Bear, at 40. Then Alana's three sisters, Punkin, Chubbs, and Chickadee. Chickadee is pregnant at 17. Drama. Okay. Besides getting Alana ready for her next pageant, the family does things together. Like go to the Redneck Games, which is like a hillbilly Olympics of sorts, but not, you know, because of licensing. Uh, And they look at the ultrasound of Chickadee's unborn baby. Alana likes pageantry and wants to win, but her loss early in the pageant season is an indicator of the hard work that needs to be done if she's going to get a shot at being the next Grand Supreme Laser Queen. (laughs) Etiquette lessons, weight loss, and refinement are all required. But will the family being revolting get in the way? I'm too queasy to find out. Next, it's introducing Miss Honey Boo Boo. That yeah. is a great summary. Also, Sea Monster, really solid for that lady. <laughs> she is such a sea monster. She, she does look totally. <laughs> she starts opening her mouth and laughing and farting. Yeah, and they do this awful thing where they're con- like they don't stop the camera when she sneezes <laughs> during an interview. They just hold it there, and she'll sneeze repeatedly, and then it'll just dead air for a second. And wipe while she her smiles. giant face with a rag. <laughs> I, I think this is a little unfair, actually, because I'm pretty sure this happens in every reality TV show, but they don't, like, make everyone look terrible, you know? Like, oh, yeah. The, like, Angelina Jolie has, like, hours of footage of her sneezing. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. TLC was not here to make this family look good. And, like, if you watch <laughs> this, you gotta know, they were not being nice to you. They're, but at the same time, the family thinks it's hilarious that they fart all the time. Well, they're okay. not wrong. Yeah, to be fair, farting is still kind of funny. Uh, All right, so uh, Colleen, uh, yet again, your choice, first or last in this compliment tostada? No, I'll go first again. Excellent. Because I was just so impressed with Honey Boo Boo's, uh, you know, her making a stand for the pig's right to be gay. Yeah. <laughs> for the pig's right. <laughs> that was right. great. So they get a little pig's confused. right for her to force it to be gay. Yeah, they get a little pig for uh, Honey Boo Boo because she's sad about losing her the pageant. And uh, right. the pig's name is Glitzy, but is a boy pig. Yeah. I think we can. I think we can play that clip actually. We're gonna make it a girl pig, so he's gonna be a little gay. It's not gonna be gay. Yes, it is because we're making it a girl pig, and it's actually a boy pig. Okay, but it's not gonna be gay. It can if it wants to. You can't tell that pig what to do. Yeah, so she she is going to. Uh, she wants a girl pig, and so she's just gonna dress this one up like a girl pig, whether she likes it or not. 
or whether yeah. he likes it or not, and that well, she, going to make the pig gay, which is a, which is fine. Nothing wrong. She's with that. confused. You know, she she thinks she's going to force it to cross dress, which isn't the same as making it be gay. So they no. were like, well. That doesn't mean the pig's going to be gay. And she was like, my pig can be gay if he wants. <laughs> you can't tell a pig what to do. <laughs> and you're right. You cannot tell a pig what to do. <laughs> you can certainly tell it. It just doesn't speak your language. <laughs> I mean, people have had a hard time making other people go straight. I don't know. Yeah. Imagine how you yeah, would. I imagine pigs right, would so what that she's actually going to do, she's going to, uh, she's going to take the pig to a special uh, religious camp where they're going to pray the gay into you. <laughs> you, could, you can pray for the pig. Yeah. One stopping you from doing that. Could you, or are they going to go someplace where you're trying to pray the gay away, and they'll just put the pig next to it, so all of the it, it gets siphoned off. Yeah. Of those unfortunate the Christians. The gay's got to go somewhere. And the gay, yeah, just put all of the gay into the pig vessel. It'd be wasteful oh. to just throw the gay away. Yeah. Is your proposal for like a new, like straightening up or whatever they call it? Right. Yeah. System, just get them pigs to suck up their gayness. Exactly. Chris, and scared then, straight is something different. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is my uh, so my compliment then is to uh, is similar. I like that the one thing I do like about this family is they're being constantly made fun of, but their philosophy on life is this is us, take it or leave it, uh, and I I like their impressive not caring about uh, about the rules or about what other people think of them, and I also like uh, do you the have way, a, do you have a favorite example? Yeah, so my favorite thing that happens is well they, they're constantly saying this, but I, especially the twelve year old punk, pumpkin I think. Uh, yeah, pumpkin. Yep. It, pumpkin has to take the etiquette class, and oh, and uh, she's not doing very well at it. And she says that she doesn't believe in it because she's just going to do whatever she wants, and people can like her or not like her. And then I loved the response from the etiquette lady was, "I hope that works for you." <laughs> <laughs> I really liked etiquette lady. I just. She did I hope she got paid job. so much money. Yeah, she did an amazing job of never actually saying what she thought, which is very in keeping with her job. Because <laughs> uh. that pumpkin asked her if it's rude to fart at the table, uh, which to which her answer wasn't very good, right? Because the obvious answer is like, well, how funny was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she said that is the height of rudeness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which. I think also is kind of cutting off some things because you could like fart on like a picture of like the queen at the table and that would sure. be worse. Sure. So it's not, there's always more, you know, rudeness to go. Punch you a baby. You guys should write a face. book that's like combining like the perfect balance of comedy and etiquette. Like, when is it good to fart in front of could, lots of people? Could we, it, well, I mean, the obvious answer to that is only when the room just went silent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris, you're going to be third this time. What's your compliment tostada? Uh, so the oldest daughter, Anna Chickadee, is 17, is pregnant, and is the smartest one in the family. You know how I know this? She's not on the show very much. <laughs> <laughs> right, they, She's also, like, way prettier than the rest of that family. She has gigantic lips. Yeah. Which but, I, I think Honey Boo actually made fun of at one point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, not objectively, you know, maybe she's like a four, but, like, relative to that family, Oh, sure, right. And she's that, eight. Yeah, the same way yeah. people get two or three points at work. This is like, yeah. if you're in that family, you get four points. Yeah. I mean, she's, she doesn't appear to be obese or on her way to be being obese, which is like... Well, she's pregnant. Like, well, right. But you could be obese and pregnant. The, and way the only reason they didn't show her very much is because, like, 
she was just boring. They're like, oh, she's just pregnant. Everyone does that when they're 17. <laughs> That's nothing special. Yeah, I mean, the sea monster had her second child at 17. Yeah. So Guys, the life of this family is so sad. I mean, what's I think what's so interesting is that they're still so happy. Like, even, like, I would expect Sugar Bear would be pretty bummed. But he seems jolly all the time. Yeah, honestly, from inside the family, I feel like you could have worse upbringings. Yeah. I mean, maybe not for your your physical body, not for your organs. No, but, but there's emotionally, yeah, it's a pretty solid. solid like way I've to seen live. way more dysfunctional families, like in terms of like emotional damage. Well, did you guys see the mugshot going around of Honey Boo Boo's mom? No. <laughs> well, you guys have not been reading enough celebrity gossip, clearly. But uh, yeah, just like yesterday, there really some old story. I guess apparently they're saying that like the other pageant moms are getting really jealous of honey boo boo and her mom's big success so they're trying to bring her down by digging up old dirt so they uncovered that she was arrested like four years ago for for theft of child support payments whatever that with theft of child support so she may not or sugar bear may not be the father of all the um yeah that that makes sense that's fine that makes much more sense all right i believe it Oh, that mugshot is harsh. Yeah, that is not. Yeah. <laughs> and they also say that uh, during toddlers and tiaras, like, uh, child protective services came to investigate after she was, like, giving her all that go-go juice. And after there was an online video going around of Honey Boo Boo Child dancing for money in a bar. What? Mm-hmm. But, oh, good. But June says that it was a nice, classy college bar and not a sleazy bar. So... <laughs> Could have draw a line. Yeah. So wait, so you're suggesting that TLC is actually making this family look more functional than it is? Basically. It's actually trying to put a positive spin on At least on keeping them? the legal system out of it. Well, that's <laughs> nice of them. All right, as did you do your... It's your time no, no, for no. your um, I, Just really quickly, um, I have a problem of, you know, wanting to eat too many uh, fast foods. Uh, and so thank you to this show for eliminating one that I no longer want to eat. Cheese balls off the floor? Uh, no, Hardy's Biscuits. Oh. <laughs> oh, why don't you explain this one? Um, sea Monster uh, thinks that uh, the, the, the lady bits, I guess, um, kind of look like a Hardy's Biscuit. Um, yeah, they, they call their... When viewed their... Uh, from the side. <laughs> I don't. I'm from, I haven't seen a Hardy's biscuit. I don't know what side it's looking from. I guess I can't say one way. Well, Googling Hardy's. Yeah, put two biscuit. circular pillows on top of one another and make it out of bread, and that's basically what she was referring to. Yeah, she How thinks many circular pillows. You think I have lying around? <laughs> now, does she mean it with the egg and bacon in the middle? Occasionally, is that maybe. what is that what a lady junk looks like with the cheese sauce and everything? Probably uh, not. This picture I'm looking at is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> what, a picture of a biscuit? I, a biscuit sandwich. Oh. Oh, gross. Oh. Uh, yeah, actually, one of these, I guess I like... Oh, guys, I just saw one on the internet <laughs> covered in white gravy, but with jam coming out of it. <laughs> I am not happy with this. <laughs> I don't know, that might catch on. I might call it a biscuit from now on. <laughs> And then, and conversely, whenever I'm at Hardee's, I'm going to refer to their biscuits as vaginas. <laughs> see how that no. see how uh, that works. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go to Hardee's. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> All right, it's time to get into our uh, our anchor segment today. We're going to play the game of good advice, bad advice. So there's a lot of family advice that comes out of this show, and uh, some of it is good and some of it's not. So we're going to jump back and forth and give you both sides of it. So 
who's got some good advice uh, or who's, who's got some bad advice? I'm, I'm sorry, from the family. What is some some upbringing advice that you thought was not adequate? Let's buy all of our food that is kind of expired <laughs> from a local county auction house. <laughs> and let's, instead of healthy food, make it almost entirely junk food. But she's saving money because the, the, all of those donuts were half price. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> this is the one when we saw her on Toddlers and Tiaras who was like, I need to save $400 to make the money for this pageant. And so she spent, she bought $400 or she saved $400 on coupons on toilet paper for a, a 10 year supply. Right, but by spending $800. Yes, it, does not you know. not in any way saving any money. That is her financial logic. So the same thing is true at the auction. She's like, we got to buy all this food because it's cheap. So it's save us money. That was actually yeah. great with the etiquette uh lady. Like just the back wall was just toilet paper um uh, when they were eating there. It was kind of a nice like callback. Yeah, that's what's so fascinating about that about their house is that she's clearly these crazy extreme couponer lady, but she's not a hoarder because it's well organized. I love this family that like it's crazy enough that like that doesn't even register as like worth noting anymore. Nope. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're on the show. Yeah, that she had, living like, by the train tracks. Yeah, ten years supply of uh, of toilet paper. It's just it's not worth noting. All right, got to agree with you, though, Chris. That is some bad advice. Uh, here's some good advice though that there was from the show. I don't want my girls to jump in the water because there have been a lot of flesh-eating viruses. Yeah. <laughs> they were all over that one. Not just one, a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them. And calling it the redneck bathtub is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and Honey Boo Boo's like, only one in 300 people get it. And, you know, the mom's like, you know, that's still, still too many people. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hurt for, flesh for eating line bacteria on disease. Yeah. Let's not How, get it. However, bobbing for pig's feet that have been sitting out in the sun just in a bucket of hose water is just totally fine. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, bacteria will not touch pig's feet. Yeah. <laughs> bacteria is like, ah, oh, not that. That's nasty. Whoa, whoa. Why would I do that? Gross. Pig's feet. Actually, how terrible would that be? It's like, if you're a bacteria and you live on pig's feet, you're like, you're like yeah, it's my home. Like to move, but you know, where are you gonna find a place? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a face! I'll jump to a face. This is my chance. <laughs> well, so okay, so bobbing for pig's feet may have been uh, may have been bad advice, but in order to save money, they bought their own pig. Yeah. <laughs> so in the and, future, and they'd have all the pig's feet they wanted. Up to four. it was a blitzy pig, also because like a diva pig. Um, they yeah, had they the nails done on the pig breeder. beforehand. That's true. That's the the place that the breeder of these pigs paints the yeah. pig's toenails before he which saved money on pig nail polish that's true <laughs> that's absolutely true all right uh what's some other bad advice from the family yeah they seem to be uh, oh, like you know, you know totally off track but the mom did seem to have some you know good values like it was nice for when her daughter wanted to lose weight she was like oh i don't need to lose weight i guess that's my bad advice is that yeah. So she doesn't of, think she needs to lose weight. Her telling her daughter that she does not need to lose weight. But right. the good part was that she said, I'll do it to support you. But mm-hmm. I think she's giving her daughters a poor concept of what is an appropriate weight. What's a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Well, but on the other yeah, hand. Here's something. You know, other bad advice. Okay. Like cheese balls for breakfast. Off the floor. Off the floor. Well, first they were in a tub and then they put them on the floor and then she ate them off the floor. To be fair, Christopher. Um, <laughs> you'll probably get like uh, I don't know some kind of like you know food virus from the floor, which will like help you digest them like faster. You, <laughs> you won't like, like absorb the nutrients. Yeah. 
They probably all have the like the strongest immune you... systems of all time. They do. <laughs> they probably I bet. do. All the hillbilly mud. And really, like cheese is an essential part of most breakfasts, uh, and 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 balls not necessarily, but they could be. Yeah, ball form, absolutely. It's one of the food groups. All right, and uh, I have another piece. Of, here's another thing about uh, sort of bad advice, though, or sorry, good advice. I mean, is that uh, th- that the sea monster teaches them how to feel good about themselves by finding a place where people are less attractive. She takes Accurate. them to the Redneck Olympics so they can judge people. <laughs> but and she was right to judge them, right? She said all that vajiggle jaggle is not punimus. <laughs> Well, and, yeah, she and, said she had it too, but she was just covering it up. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, like yeah. one second later, they show you know the pregnant girl with like a rolling up her shirt to wave her tummy around. Her jiggle jaggle. Yeah, well, that wasn't her j- it wasn't jiggle jaggle. No, that was, it was that just was to be more butimus. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, she she also said that you know that some of those ladies have like eight or nine chins. She only has the three. Like she's really good at perspective. I but hers are like they're pretty solid three. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like that's like skin flapping around like yeah, that she's one sticking is like... a landing on three chains. That's yeah. true. All right, and uh, that is all the time that we have for Honey Boo Boo. <sighs> Hang on a minute, I gotta scratch my bugs. <laughs> <laughs> This ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon.com, thank you for all your money. We now return you to Sharks Eat Stipes, the reality show where sharks compete for the chance to devour clones of REM frontman Michael Stipe. And now your hosts, Fat Michael Stipe and Girl Michael Stipe. We've seen a lot of great Stipe-worthy biting in the training missions from Sharktopus, haven't we, Fat Stipe? You bet, Girl Stipe. But as I already told my band Fat REM, practice is one thing, performance is another. Wise words, Fat Stipe. Let's check in with Space Shark, who just finished eating some chum and chatting with our on-the-ground correspondent, inexplicably British Stipe. Stipes, I'm here standing with Space Shark, self-confessed ruthless killer and friend to all. Happy to be here, Mr. Stipe. In the past ten minutes, you've chewed through an assistant PA and told me to follow my dream to create an all-Stipe version of Downton Abbey. I'd watch that, and he was delicious. You're a loving monster. Now... What charity are you playing for today? Read-weep.com slash Amazon. You go to that link and you can support Read and Weep, a great podcast, and shop as you normally do on Amazon.com. Mmm. Papa Stipe bought all of our race car beds there. It was a bargain. You all sleep in race car beds? That's adorable! Back to you, Stipes. Just a great competitor. I can see him eating his fill of Stipes today. All the sharks are teamed up with a Stipe clone of their own to protect. Their goal is to protect their stipe while disarming or dislaying their opponent's stipes. And as always, there is no shoving from behind aloud. Sharktopus, ghost shark, space shark, lone shark, cheese shark, please take your stipes to the sharking line. To kick us off, we have the man with whom we share 99.99% of our genetic material, the original Michael Stipe. Some people say that it's cruel to clone myself just so sharks could eat them on a reality TV show. Well, those people shouldn't have let R.E.M. break up. Now begin! Wait! Stipes, sharks, don't you see that this blood sport is only contributing to the further degradation of our humanity and sharkmanity? We must not fight each other, but we must instead wage war on the real culprits! Network execs who greenlight terrible shows! My god, he's right. 
Let us fight together! Well, there you have it, folks. An army of Michael Stipe clones and sharks are going to march on the executives of the Learning Channel to save humanity. And, and shark manity. Viva la space shark! Also, I ate emo stipe. I saw this coming. Read-weep.com slash Amazon. When you need to supply an army of Michael Stipe clones and don't want to pay sales tax. <laughs> wow, that got, that got weird. <laughs> that one got away from me. <laughs> the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. I feel fine. All right, and now it's time for our last show. We're gonna be we watched uh, the pilot episode of Oh Sit. The reality show, game show from the C-Dub. Chris, pitch yes. that show. All right, all right, all right. You all know the game Musical Chairs. We put it as a kid and really liked it, right? Now let's make it for adults. Let's make it in an obstacle course, okay? Contestants run around this obstacle course, complete with shoving and ice-cold water and wacky ramps and a band's playing, generic pop rock covers. And when the music stops, they have to not be the last person to cross obstacle bridges to Chair Island and sit in a chair. Okay? Now, no one <laughs> takes this seriously. Not the hosts, TV personalities Jesse Cruikshank and Jamie Kennedy. Not the contestants that have wacky nicknames like Milf, Milf Lover, because that's funny. All right? <laughs> but eventually, there's a winner. And no one's going to make it that far in watching this show. But I call it Oh Sit. Get it? It's like I'm saying shit. But you're not. But I'm not. Awesome. All right. Uh, uh, as uh, as fast as we can. Compliment Tostada. Colleen, first or last? Um, last. Last. All right. I'm going to go first. Uh, apparently, the show was originally called Extreme Musical Chairs. And okay. I want to say, oh, sit. Much better name. I kind of like the, I kind of like that pun. I like, they, they call the, the, the standings the sit list. Yeah. And when they're getting ready to start, they say, the sit's about to go down. Yeah, they're yeah. really... They're running with not being able to say shit, but pretending they can, and that is what a young adult game show is all about, pretending you're swearing. Last contestant sitting. Yeah, taking a sit. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, my comment. The sit hits the fan. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. Number two. Uh, there's fucking live music on TV, yeah. which, <laughs> which I like. The Generic band is called the FOS band. band, which I'm pretty sure the fucking oh shit band. Uh, but um, And they play really generic covers of songs you've already heard. But I enjoy live music. Well, and they I'm also glad took a second, some... though, and brought out uh, Kevin Rudolph, who, multi-platinum recording artist. Who I've never heard of. Um, but I did Far know that East song. Yeah, yeah. I, I did know his first song, and also they played his, his new single, which told me that I did not want to buy the new record from Kevin Rudolph. Well, I think yeah. the fact that he was promoting it on uh, the CW's O Sit was probably a tip-off. <laughs> That maybe his career wasn't going the way he hoped it would. Yeah, Drake doesn't really do that. Yeah, not, not yet. I, have, yet. I haven't gotten through the series, but all right, as your your major co- or your your compliment to Stata. Um, yeah, uh, I again makes me hopeful for my career. This show had eight writers on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, really? so this show is a direct ripoff of my, one of my favorite shows of all time, Wipeout. And it's, I mean, like extreme ripoff. Like uh, so many things are copied directly from it. Except and so much worse. It's in, in every single way worse. Uh, but eight but I, writers. One of the things I've always thought is I kind of like the writing on Wipeout. I would love to write for Wipeout. That is a show where the writing is kind of it's like they do a lot of puns, um, and in, they do 
the same thing where they give nicknames to the people who are going through, except they spend a lot of time making fun of the character, the people, uh, and it's much funnier and meaner and is more pun based. So I would yeah. love to write for that show. So I'm glad to hear there were eight writers on this one because this would oh, be yeah. a good warm up. I mean, people, many people got paid money in order to make us watch this. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of great. I- yeah. Awesome. All right, uh, Colleen, compliment tostada. Oh, I think just my favorite bit of the show was when Jasmine, I think they called her Sporty Spice or something, uh-huh. claimed to be the most competitive competitor of all time, <laughs> which made me wonder why I didn't see her in the Olympics this month. No, um, but then not she, the best, just the she, most competitive. Just the most competitive, yes. Well, but she wasn't the one who elbowed a girl in the face, so obviously well, not she, as competitive as that. She got out as soon as she had to go in the cold water. Yeah, just like in Stars Are in Stripes, if you have trouble with swimming, you're going to have trouble on reality shows. To, to be fair, Colleen Stiffer, have you ever touched cold water? It's not fun. It's gnarly. <laughs> it's, no, but it's, if it's... I was the most competitive competitor of all time, I wouldn't care. Well, well, but anyway, like the... I just enjoyed that moment. It was funny to me. <laughs> the Wicked Witch, right? It's kind of that thing. Like The Wicked Witch was a fierce competitor, but did not like water either. Are you saying Sporty Spice was part witch? Almost entirely witch. Oh, well, that'll, yeah, that'll <laughs> yeah. do it. That's the <laughs> most likely possibility there. All right. Well, it's time for our uh, our quick final game. Our anchor segment to OSIT is going to. We're going to be playing Lightning Bonus Round. Lightning Bonus Round. In any order, as quickly as possible, your jokes about OSIT. My biggest hate. Uh, did you guys watch the second episode of OSIT as well? No. No. Did you? Yes. You're... Okay. Never mind. First episode hate. There's a guy <laughs> with a beard who is the only one who seems not to take being a contestant seriously. How come nobody else is following his example? Yeah, this is definitely a show where you get in there and you look around and you're like, oh, this is not a sport. <laughs> um, the beard guy was great like, also because when he got out, he said, and the curtains match the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning what? They're long? Yeah. Uh, unkempt? They probably hired him as a writer immediately after yeah. that. <laughs> Food is well, stuck his, in them. His intro video was like, I'm pretty good at hearing when music stops exactly. i'm pretty good at sitting yeah. so i figured i'll be good at this yeah he also said like i give 112 percent. people give 110 percent. they're not trying definitely he was the he was the funny one and he got out first which was terrible lightning bonus round, lightning bonus bonus round. here's what i like about the show 30 percent injury rate <laughs> this show should have been called the ankle ruiner Three out of ten people had debilitating ankle injuries from this obstacle course. That is gnarly. Debilitating's a bit much. Ankle injuries are forever, man. They're like penguin love. That shit is serious. Just because you... No, no, I thought if you you strike them down, they become stronger than you could ever imagine. No, what is that? What? No. It's not ankles? Is that Jedi's I'm thinking of? That's Jedi's or or, or body hair in some ways, but... (laughs) (laughs) It seemed like it was kind of so. So yeah, so you get points for like uh, for running around uh, and doing laps, and you also get points uh, for or dollars for how many how much is in the chair that you sit. But like, I don't think it was ever the point where the differences between chairs was um, like great. It was like less than like the amount that you can actually earn um, by doing laps. You can there's, hear like, it no in just Ezra describing it. Finally, someone had the courage to make musical chairs insanely complicated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, not the way I play it. I mean, this, I, I play like like chess, basically. It's musical chess. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. All right, we're doing that. We were. 
Someone stop. Well, my least favorite part was when they DQ'd McPushy Pants or whatever they called him. He was my favorite. After <laughs> yeah, that the show girl got, in the head. like, far more boring. The Killer Bobby? <laughs> so this is another fascinating thing about this show is that, unlike Wipeout, you are al- you're all going at the same time and you're allowed to push other people, provided it's not in the head. Or with the intent to harm, or, with the or intent pushing to from harm. the back, yeah. unless or, you're on a bridge, and then you can push. God damn, this show's so back. complicated. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so he was the only one who was really taking advantage of the free pushing rule. Yeah, uh, and then when someone tried to push him, he like turned to get her off him and elbowed her in the face, <laughs> which I guess would bring us up to a forty percent injury rate if we were. <laughs> yeah. He also kicked a girl in the head moments later. Uh, yeah, he, he took it a little too far, and I liked that. Somebody was finding <laughs> the boundaries. Well, after that, it was just people, like, running on their own. You're like, okay, they're going through the course. It's hard, but, you know, there's not the same element of, like, someone just smashing you in the face at any given time. Yeah. Um, one, is uh, that Pascal? Is that Pascal? That is. He's scratching himself. Hey, Yay. buddy. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Um, one thing that I loved, um, so... Okay, when when it ends, when the music ends, you have to take a bridge and, and go over to the center like island. Um, and one of the bridges was really like turny and twisty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like someone gets on it, and the person behind it just like turns the bridge and they fall off. Yeah. But then they <laughs> they make the mistake of trying to go over the same bridge, which they is immediately like... try to climb on, and then someone else just throws them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the bridges are just impossible. Yeah, that's fun. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy was the least funny and most horrible person ever. I actually liked show. Mrs. Crookshanks, but Jamie yeah. Kennedy was awful. He was really bad and like not good at mugging for the camera, which he did constantly. On and on Wipeout, all of the interstitials are written and clearly like done until they get it right. Like they're they're all pretty solid. And on this one, it was like, oh, the, they're just improvising. They're just talking. Uh, actually, they don't cut really out when it's boring. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy was on the show. I was really happy he was there because I was always wondering, like, what would it be like to be worse than Ryan Seacrest? (laughs) (laughs) That's probably why the girl introduced herself as not Jamie Kennedy to begin with. And I was like, I like you better already. (laughs) (laughs) Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. When he finishes the track and wins, Mr. Marine uh, sends kisses up to heaven like he thought he was in a real sport. And uh, I'm fairly certain that God, like, doesn't affect baseball games or home runs, but I am positive he doesn't care about seat up game shows. Not your, not your god. Yeah, he. Well, my. Yeah, right. Okay, so Mr. Marine is praying to some sort of obstacle. The god of god. CW game shows. Yeah. <laughs> it's a minor god, you know. Yeah. I think that god is named Moesha. <laughs> Moesha, god of CW game shows. Uh, um, lightning bonus round. Here's a question, guys. You're not what saying char- it. Come on, guys. Welcome back. Lightning bonus. Lightning round. bonus round. Thank you. Who would you want to see from the other shows on, on, this, on this Yeah. Well, Iron Dog uh, would win too easily. Grady? Who? Iron Dog. Iron Dog? Todd Palin? Also, um, sea Monster? I'd want to see, yeah, I'd want to see Sea Monster because I think she'd be a, a hard object to push. <laughs> <laughs> well, similarly, if, you, if, you, if Pumpkin played and you actually knocked her into the cold water, she'd come up with a pig's foot between her two. <laughs> <laughs> And this is interesting because we did not stock this with pig's feet. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see Layla Ali get pushed and then push back. You turn, see her elbow to her face, what that looks like. Yeah. Well, as long as you punch him below the neck, you're fine. Crop <laughs> shots. <laughs> the rib cracker. Just as so long as her fingernails don't get dirty. Don't <laughs> have any funkiness on them. Yeah. 
I would also like to see a uh, uh, retired army general uh, Wesley Clark, Wesley Clark. <laughs> with his cane, with his cane, just just but very seriously hobbling through this maze. Yep, shaking everyone's hand and you know introducing right a lot of to... thank you for being here. It's such I'm so glad you're here. I, it's always good to meet an army guy. Like, <laughs> Wesley, how much farther can I fall, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, lightning bonus round. Let's see the pig. I'd also like to see, by the way. And that is lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. And that is the end of Oh Sit. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for our show. That is all the time we have for today. We will be back again next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about the incredible, I'm sorry, incredibly horrible thing, the probably the worst thing the internet has ever produced. We're going to be reading the Harry Potter, possibly erotic fan fiction. Is it, is Harry Potter, is it, is it erotic? Yeah, there's some sex. There is some sex. Awesome. I sure hope so. One of the most popular suggestions we've ever gotten, My Immortal by... Tara Gillespie um, it is apparently one of the worst things ever created by a human so yes yeah, so we'll be reading that um, everybody uh, check us again next week for that also take a second go to uh, go to runningandblogging.com Colleen's uh, blog about her running experiences and also if you have any feedback for us today if you have any questions or comments about the show go to facebook.com slash readandweep or send us an email at podcasts at readweep.com is read-weep.com. Thank you for being here as always, Chris Nez. Of course. Of course. And thanks for taking time out of your busy school schedule to watch the worst things on television, Colleen. Oh, my pleasure as always. So we watched uh, we watched Toddlers and Tiaras with you, and we watched now Here Comes Honey Boo Boo Child, the spinoff. What character spinoff uh, from Honey Boo Boo are we going to have to watch a show with you later? Oh, probably, what's her name? Caitlin McKenzie, the baby that's about to come out of her sister. Oh. <laughs> Just two years away, I'm thinking. Oh, I can't wait. All right, well, thank you, everybody. We'll be back again next week. Goodbye.